0: You're listening to a Sharesies podcast. Tēnā Tato katoa, it's Wednesday the 9th of March. This is Recap, brought to you by Sharesies.
1: Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone.
0: And here's the disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with.
1: Any information we provide is general only and current at the time.
0: If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. Hi, Helen. So it's an all female team today. You and me, José and Alice, are taking a bit of a break.
1: Hi there, Crystal. Yes, I'm back again. Hey, and I wanted to acknowledge your part in the Sharesies Instagram Live for International Women's Day last night. How was it?
0: Yeah, it was really good fun. So we had our co-founders and co-CEOs, Brooke and Sonia, joined by Jesse Wong from UME, And it was a great chat and they shared some amazing advice and wisdom and all around business and values and all sorts of things. It was a great chat.
1: Sounds amazing. Do you think we'll do more of these lives?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, we definitely want to do more and explore how we can use them and chat about things that our investors are interested in. So yeah, if anyone has
1: any feedback, jump onto our social channels and let us know. As we've mentioned this week on Recap, the far-reaching effects of the war in the Ukraine are starting to bite globally. US President Joe Biden's announcement that his country is banning imports of oil and other energy products from Russia was predicted, but now it's been confirmed. This comes on top of a raft of sanctions already imposed. Biden acknowledged that European allies may not yet be in a position to join the US in this extra move against Putin. Oil stocks remained high on the news. Brent, the global benchmark for oil, finished at $129, up 11 cents or 0.9%, As we know, the energy markets have been extremely volatile over the last few weeks because there's genuine fears that supplies of oil and gas from Russia could be cut off or disrupted.
0: So how has this latest move by the US gone down with
1: European allies? It's a good question, Crystal. The US decision to go alone um, has got the allies thinking, what are we going to do? They are actually pretty dependent on Russia, particularly for natural gas. The BBC reports that previously Russia had threatened to close its main gas pipeline to Germany if the West were ahead, went ahead with a ban on Russian oil. Russia's Deputy Prime Minister Alexander Novak said rejection of Russian oil would lead to a catastrophic consequence for the global market, causing prices to more than double to as much as 300 US dollars a barrel. So it is understandable that Germany and the Netherlands were not too keen when they did look at the ban on Monday. To put things in perspective, the EU gets about 40% of its gas and 30% of its oil from Russia and there's no easy substitutes for these supplies. While the UK is not so affected because that just needs about 5% of its gas from Russia. In contrast, Russian crude oil represents just 3% of US imports and 1% of total crude oil processed by US refineries. In fact, the US gets most or 61% of its crude oil from Canada. Crystal, How about you talk about the other concerns Europe has had about this?
0: Yeah, so consumer confidence has plummeted in Europe and economists expect Europe's economy to suffer. Barclays analysts have slashed their Eurozone growth forecast for this year by 1.7 percentage points to just 2.4%. Uh, private consumption, investment and exports are all expected to grow at a slow pace across the continent. So in other words, the war is causing what is known as stagflation. So this is when there is a period of high inflation and weak economic growth. Uh, the best recent example of this is in the 1970s when an energy supply um, shock hammered developed economies. But back to the present, so uh, economists now fear that Europe could be facing something worse than stagflation and that is a potential recession with out of control inflation. And on that note, Helen, let's do a bit of a market wrap as the Russia-Ukraine situation is affecting all the major indices.
1: Sure. So starting with the US, the Dow Jones lost 185 points or 0.6% on close. The S&P 500 finished slightly lower, dropping by 0.7%. And it was a similar story for the NASDAQ Composite, which closed down 0.3%. At the time of recording, Australia's ASX 200 was trending upward, um, 0.9% higher than yesterday's close. And also the same was happening here at home, though not to the same extent, the NZX 50 index was also tracking higher at the time of recording, up just 0.3% on yesterday. As mentioned before on Recap, another key development of the Russian war on Ukraine has been pressure and criticism of iconic US brands such as McDonald's and Coca-Cola, which have continued to operate in Russia. But now, that's Tuesday US time, PepsiCo, Coca-Cola, McDonald's and Starbucks have each said that they are suspending business in Russia. This is seen as quite symbolic for these brands.
0: And I'd imagine that those brands are pretty well established in Russia.
1: Yes, they are, Crystal. Pepsi has sold products in Russia for more than six decades now, even supplying Russian warships in the past. Russia also represents one of the regions where Pepsi has a larger presence than its rival Coke. This represents 4% of PepsiCo's annual revenues compared to just 1% to 2% for Coke's consolidated net operating revenue and operating income in 2021. I see too that the Wall Street Journal reports Pepsi is weighing different options for its Russian business, including writing off its value. However, as we know, economic sanctions have greatly complicated the process of offloading Russian assets.
0: So that's the cola giants, but what about
1: McDonald's and Starbucks? For McDonald's, the suspension effects trade for 850 restaurants, of which 84% are owned by McDonald's rather than franchisees. The company will continue to pay Russian staff, however. For Starbucks, this went a bit further than McDonald's by saying it would suspend all Russian business activity, including shipment of its products. However, it was a bit of a change of course for Starbucks as last Friday it said that it was donating profits from its 130 Russian stores to humanitarian relief efforts in the Ukraine. But it has now decided that there's a temporary close of those stores. Again, employees will still be paid. So remind us of how some of this pressure has come about. Yes, you might remember that Yale professor Jeffrey Sonnenfeld compiled and made public a list of US companies that had withdrawn from Russia. Notably, Coke in particular was singled out because it hadn't withdrawn.
0: So what effect has the suspension of trades had on share prices? For
1: Coca-Cola, that dropped to $58.7 at the close, which was a decline of nearly 4%. McDonald's was near flat, down just 7%, sorry, 0.7%, finishing at $222.80. PepsiCo was down $4.58 to $157, which is a drop of 2.8%. And Starbucks closed 5%, sorry, Starbucks closed 0.5% at $84.
0: Now, to change tact, I want to chat about Smiles. So Pacific Smiles Group, um, they are an ASX listed company and describe themselves as a leading Australian branded dental group. Uh, So they provide dentists with fully serviced and equipped facilities, including support staff, materials, marketing and admin.
1: I hear they're not actually smiling after the recent performance update.
0: Yeah, so yesterday Pacific Smiles Group provided an update on its performance for its financial year to date, reporting declines due to COVID 19. So,
1: how much of a decline are we talking?
0: The company is reporting a 9% decline in patient fees from the previous year to $145.1 million, um, Australian dollars and a 13.1% decline in the same centre patient fees. Uh, total patient fees were 5.2% lower than the previous year as well. Uh, these declines have been attributed to COVID-19 infection numbers, which have impacted patients' attendance in its centres.
1: And obviously right now, New South Wales and Queensland are battling those devastating floods. Has that had any impact on the company?
0: Yeah, so over the past week, the company has had several centres across New South Wales and Queensland impacted by the floods. Uh, Most of them have now reopened, except for one store in Lismore.
1: In this update, did they speak to their upcoming plans and whether these results will impact that? Yeah,
0: so they shared that they remain on track to open between 15 and 20 new centres this financial year, uh, which will take them to 121 centres throughout Australia.
1: And finally, how did the update affect the share price overall?
0: So yesterday, shares actually closed at 0.92% higher uh, at $2.20 each. The company says it will continue to provide performance updates each year month so that they can be transparent about the impact of COVID-19 disruptions. That was Recap for the 9th of March. Thank you
1: for listening. We'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Our email is recap at and you can leave also uh, voice message. There's a link in the episode description. Recap will be back in your ears tomorrow. Ma te wa.